Outcomes Rocket Nation, Saul Marquez here. I want to talk to you about growing your practice. Fullscript is a virtual dispensing platform that helps practitioners dispense professional-grade supplements, improve patient adherence, and grow their practice from anywhere. When you write prescriptions, they're sent to your patients via text or email, and when they place an order, their supplements get shipped right to their door, eliminating your inventory costs. It's loaded with features like EHR integration to save time, patient wellness content to stay top of mind, and adjustable profit margins to control revenue. It integrates with your way of working and with your patients' day-to-day lives. Best part of it all, it's free. So try Fullscript today. If you're considering adding supplements to your treatment plans, visit fullscript.com rocket for an extensive guide on supplements and drug nutrient depletion and interactions. Visit fullscript.com rocket. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez is here, and today I have the privilege of hosting Christine Monkhouse. She is the CEO and founder of Patient Order, a digital health startup empowering chronically ill, underserved patients with effective communication tools and healthcare resources. She's a former healthcare frontline worker who saw an urgent need to build bridges across communities in healthcare. Her work is at the intersection of public and private health, using stories to bring awareness to the importance of improving the health of all people, particularly underserved communities, with a focus on catalyzing storytelling to address social determinants of health. Christine is a 2019 SEMA Studios Fiscal Sponsorship Award recipient for her short film, Humanizing Healthcare, a narrative-driven, emotionally-paced documentary about healthcare experiences in the United States. The film explores deeply rooted systemic issues across the healthcare ecosystem and the barriers to present the people at each touchpoint in care delivery. It's such a privilege to have Christine with us today, and it's going to be a great discussion about social determinants of health, increasing access, and improving outcomes. So, Christine, such a privilege to have you here with us today. I'm very honored for this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we dive into the awesome work you guys do at Patient Order, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you, Christine, and what inspires your work in healthcare. Sure. Um, so my love for healthcare was initiated many years ago. I began working in private home healthcare, providing care to the elderly, and it was then that my passion for healthcare was sparked. Uh, soon after I became a certified nursing assistant, landed my very first position in a long-term care setting. And this experience was very eye-opening, where I saw that the care that was being provided lacked empathy, that administrators were prioritizing cost savings over the safety and well-being of patients. And so as soon as I could get out of that setting, I did. And I really started looking at what were the driving factors of poor poor patient experience. And what I came up with at the time was that the lack of resources for frontline healthcare workers specifically compromised empathy within the frontliners. And this added what we know to be the dilemma within the modern healthcare delivery system. On the flip side of that, after I parted ways with working in long-term care, I began working at my local emergency room where I saw that patients were complaining that they were not being treated in a humanized way, that they had to wait very long hours to be seen. And I saw that there were a number of barriers that presented in those settings, specifically in the emergency room, where population density played a role. There were language barriers, there were cultural diversity issues, 
resources or a lack thereof. And these are some of the complexities that impacted poor patient experiences. And it seemed to me, as someone who was on the back end, that administrators didn't care about the complaints of patients. And I came up with that based on their inaction to improve services. And prior to founding Patient Orator, I began working as a service coordinator, also known as a care coordinator, facilitating care for patients living with mental illness and or substance abuse issues. Um, And in working with these underserved patient populations, I felt an urgency to raise awareness to poor health outcomes and bridge disparity gaps using technology. I really appreciate that. And so you were on the front line and you saw the difficulty of providing care, but also the difficulties faced by patients receiving care. And you said, I've got to do something about this. Absolutely. I did. And so patient order, you're helping patients and also providers tell stories and by telling those stories, achieve the vision of better access and quality care, regardless of age, gender, race, zip code, income, or education level. Exactly. So when I look at social determinants of health and really what that is, is where people work, live, and play. And when we look at the fact that 80 to 90% of social determinants of health is linked to behavioral, socioeconomic factors and environmental factors, I believe in 2017, according to the report, there has been over $3.5 trillion on spending. And that number is looking to increase at around $5.7 trillion. And we look at issues related to social determinants of health and poor health outcomes racial disparities, uh, specifically led by African-American and communities of color, not being believed in healthcare settings. These are all issues that attribute to poor health outcomes. And so what this app that was developed is really to look at what are the main drivers of poor health outcomes through a multitude of facets, not just at bridging those, those disparity gaps. I think it's awesome. You know, and I mean, a big part of what you guys do then is help patients and caregivers share their story, and they do so via video, right? Well, Tell us a little what, bit more about how that works. I'd love to better understand it. and Because I've seen your YouTube channel, right? You have a ton of videos there. Sure, sure. So after I began working with underserved patients, I felt an urgent need to raise mm-hmm. awareness to poor health outcomes. And that's where I began telling stories through video. I began mm-hmm. documenting stories of underserved communities and patients that have been chronically ill to help amplify their voices, to bring awareness to poor patient experience, to bring awareness to healthcare disparities. And in doing that work, I became ill and I found myself on the receiving end of what's, mm-hmm. the, what the, the very things that I was advocating for or against. Yeah. And in that moment, I realized that it was not enough to just raise awareness and to document these issues that we really need to start working on the tech piece mm-hmm. of how we're going to solve for these issues, right? So it's, it's easy to put out a video with a patient describing the problem, but it's much more effective if we're also providing that patient with the tools so they can navigate their storytelling, they can access the resources they need, and they can also improve their health literacy. And if you look at what the data says, these are all the driving issues through why we have high healthcare spending in the United States. So we've developed an app within within the last few months. And what that app does specifically is it helps patients with their storytelling so that when they are encountering clinicians or anyone from their care team, that they're able to 
effectively tell their stories, their clinical symptoms, articulate their clinical symptoms in a way that the clinician would quickly understand. Because what happens in clinical encounters is that physicians, clinicians, they're all limited with the time they have to spend with patients. They're limited with the, with the other burdens that they have, such as documentation. And there's just so many different issues and, and silos at play in these encounters that we really thought that the best way to improve health outcomes is to look at how we can empower the patient voice and help educate them and help them with the resources that they need. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, I, and I appreciate okay. that. You know, it's you guys are helping them translate <laughs> their diagnoses and clinical story in a way that the system language will process it correctly. That's correct. That's very correct. That's very cool. You know, and, and I think it's a big gap and an opportunity for all these amazing people that are having a hard time communicating. And let's face it, folks, it doesn't matter if you have money or not. You more than likely have a hard time communicating your story to your doctor. I mean, let's just face it, it's, it's hard and it shouldn't be. And so tell us a little bit about how this storytelling has helped improve outcomes or, you know, maybe made a business better, potentially even a provider business better overall to help the healthcare system? So we're very targeted on uh, underserved communities. Mm -hmm. um, and we we're very early stage before we began actually building this tool. We mm -hmm. did a survey and much to what you just said, we found that 97% of people, this is across socioeconomic status, have difficulties communicating their clinical symptoms to their clinical team. And so we knew immediately that that was a problem. And after we had shown the participants what we were building, about 70% of them stated that they would use this tool. And so that's the way in which we then proceeded to build our tool. And the way in which it helps healthcare settings, for example, is when you look at a hospital, they have their internal screening and they're responsible in some cases to connect patients to community resources. And then there's the external factor, and that entails engaging with community organizations or partnering with them or investing in those organizations. And we're really that bridging the gap between the patients, the community resources, and the clinicians. So we're saying, hey, we have this tool that the patient can then narrate their story, securely store it, so that when they are encountering the clinician, they're able to say to those clinicians, these are the issues that we're facing in a timely manner and an effective manner. Does, does that answer the question? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And so now they're able to do this effectively. I'd love to hear about maybe a story or two that, you know, things have worked out. Sure. So for example, with my personal story, I have lived with chronic pain for three years. And what I didn't realize was that physicians, clinicians were not taking me seriously until I was in a pain crisis. And it had took the seventh clinician in order for me to be diagnosed, in order for me to receive pain medication to manage my symptoms. What I didn't know was that there were driving factors behind that related to social determinants of health. Again, going back to the fact that Black patients, for example, are 34% less likely to receive opioids for acute pain than white patients. In addition to that, Hispanic patients are 13% less likely to receive opioids in comparison to their white counterparts. 
And this is a study that was done by the American Journal of Emergency Medicine. And what I didn't know is that my skin color and my gender um, directly impact the way I was being perceived. And so I began examining the way in which I was sharing my story and the way in which I was telling, communicating, articulating my clinical symptoms to my providers and really came to a point where I realized that uh, based on the person's positions or a hierarchy in the organization, I was communicating completely different. So I put a system in place in which I would then um, formulate and record every time I had a symptom exactly what happened. And then in my encounters, would be able to tell that effectively to the clinicians. And that made a huge difference in terms of how I was treated and the way I was, I believe, perceived in those encounters. So in a way, That's what amazing. we've done is... Good for you. Yeah, in a way, thank you. In a way that what we've done is created an app that flips the switch on the communication breakdown. And we're very intentional about providing this tool specifically to underserved patients Mm-hmm. Um, and the, their care team in terms of connecting them to those resources. Wow, that's so great. You know, and um, kudos to you, right? You went through it yourself and you're like, you know what? I don't have to deal with this and this could be a lot better for me and it could be better for others. You know, this is a practice and it resonates with me, right? I mean, I, anytime I prepare for a meeting, Christine, I do a debrief and I write out what I expect to achieve after that meeting. And then I, so I write out my outcome and then I write out what the plan will be. It doesn't always work exactly the way that I, that I write it out, but at least with a clear direction, you can achieve your objectives. And why is it that we go into a medical appointment without clarity? I'll be honest, I've never done this for myself when I go in to see my doctor, you know, and, and this is a great opportunity for me to start doing that. This is a great opportunity for our listeners to start doing that. And specifically for those underserved populations, an opportunity to start doing it with the help of your app. So how do people get a hold of this app? And, you know, what's the process? How much does it cost? Sure. So we're currently in private beta, so it's not available to the general public. Um, But one way in which uh, provider systems can, or anyone can reach out to us for potentially bringing this app to their patient population is simply by emailing info at patientorator.com. And we can start talking about ways in which we can help bring the app to any given patient population. Or very intentional, again, like I said, about bringing this to underserved communities because these are the voices that are not being heard and these are the voices that need to be empowered. Love it. So great. And so as we look to bridge the gap in communication, we also bridge the gap in care and access. And so this is an incredible platform that you guys are are building on. What would you say makes you most excited about the work that you've been doing? Um, I think because of the fact that I've been on on the end where I was someone who was not being believed, I understand the needs of what we're solving for. And also in working with patient groups and working with underserved communities that are over and repeatedly not being provided the, the most optimal care that they can possibly receive, I know the impact that this app will make. And because I know that, that this app is impactful in terms of bridging these gaps, And in recent events where we're seeing the issues around racial disparities being brought to the forefront, it makes me very hopeful that change is on the horizon. 
And I think now is the time for systems and healthcare leaders to start looking at innovators like myself who have lived experiences, either working with these populations or experiencing these pain points ourselves to partner and to collaborate with Mm -hmm. um, because there are groups of people who are just being ignored by the system. Yeah, no, it's a great call to action there and certainly an opportunity for healthcare executives to listen and be able to offer, you know, patients when they come in an opportunity to use this tool, right? So maybe working with patient order to best help their populations that they're serving. Exactly. Well, there you have it, folks. If you want to learn more about how patient order is helping bridge that communication gap, go to their website and learn more about how really you could work together with them We'll leave that website on the show notes, but it's, uh, refresh me on that website again. It's patientorder.com, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so patientorder.com, but you'll also find links to our entire discussion with Keiston. Go to outcomesrocket.health in the search bar, type in patient order and do your part to help these patients tell their story and increase access and quality care. I really appreciate you and all the work that you're doing, Keiston, to make access better. And really excited to stay in touch with you. Thank you so very much for having me. Before we close, I just really have to say that every voice matter, that we need to continue to empower folks, especially disadvantaged folks, and to help improve health outcomes for everyone. I love it. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Keiston. And and the work that you're doing is going to help us get there faster. So really appreciate what you and your team are up to and want to give you big kudos. Thank you. Thank you for having me.